ACOE approves a new three-story mixed-use building. The city of Winter Garden gets ready for Small Business Saturday. This weekend is the Challenge 22 Veterans Suicide Awareness Walk. And the elections are over. The votes are in. Let's talk about what the major media doesn't have the time to talk about. Our hyper-local results. The date is November 11th. 2022. We're going to go through these stories and more. Welcome to West Orange on the Go. My name is Austin Arthur, and this is where we do local news and comment. And when I say local news, I mean hyper local. West Orange. This is your news. We begin in 10 seconds. You're listening to West Orange on the Go. Brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the go. The Ocoee City Commission approved 3-1, an amendment to the Ocoee Landings Project that paves the way for a new three-story, over 51,000 square foot, mixed-use building. Commissioner Rosemary Wilson was absent and Mayor Rusty Johnson dissented, expressing concerns about traffic patterns and citizens who live near the area that are against it, and that parking will be a problem. According to the applicant, the first floor will be a commercial use space, and the second and third floors of the development will be for 42 residential condominiums available only for purchase. Now, a special note here, this episode was pre-recorded on Wednesday night, Uh, Prior to the storm, so therefore we will not be discussing Nicole, the storm named Nicole, Uh, and I do hope everyone stays safe and that this thing passes with ease. All right, let's get to the next story. Darren Hissan has exchanged one OPD badge for another and has made the move from the Orlando Police Department to the Oakland Police Department. Now, he is the new police chief for Oakland PD. Amy Questenberry tells us his full story this week. And might I just offer a warm West Orange welcome to our new Oakland police chief. All right. Winter Garden Fire Rescue Department engineer Charles Chuck Rich died in an off-duty automobile accident on Saturday, October 29th. He was just 35 years old. And he leaves behind his parents, his brother, his wife, and their three young children. Chuck was born on October 20th, 1987, at Winter Garden Hospital. And he attended West Orange High School. He became a firefighter following the footsteps of his father, who was a firefighter for 32 years. A terrible tragedy. This week, um, his, his life is written about. And I, of course, would encourage you to take a look at that. The service is open to the community and it will be held at the Mosaic Church on Monday, November 14th, 
at 12 p.m. All right. Um, a tough story there. And let me segue into another place that you could read this. It's on our orangeobserver.com. Orangeobserver.com is a great place to read all of our stories and to uh, follow us. You can get the links to our Facebook, our Twitter page there, and follow us on social media. Um, And, you know, I I can't say enough about how important the West Orange Times and Observer is. They deliver us stories like this that, you know, papers like the Orlando Sentinel won't deliver. And, you know, for that, I don't even blame them, at least not for that. You know, this is hyper-local. So I encourage you to support the Orange Observer. I've been doing this for a long time, over 117 years now. And, uh, you know, it's just a really beautiful thing to have a community paper. Okay. Nationally Observed Small Business Saturday is on November 26th. And it is a great day to show support to our local businesses. Combine shopping local with holiday fun by attending the Small Business Saturday Sidewalk Sale in historic downtown Winter Garden. The day-long event on the 26th provides special savings in festive surroundings. Now, I want you to visit downtownwg.com for all the details. Now, that is downtownwg.com, downtown Winter Garden, downtownwg.com. All the details are there, and I hope to see you there. Let's remember to support local-owned businesses this holiday season. And you know you start with Small Business Saturday on November 26th. I got to tell you, it's so important to support our local mom-and-pop-owned shops. We love downtown Winter Garden, don't we? Well, it exists because we support the businesses that are there, most of all of which are locally owned small businesses. So I encourage you to mark on your calendar November 26th, Saturday. It's a really neat uh, event that they do downtown. All right, and speaking of downtown Winter Garden, the great downtown Winter Garden, in this week's paper, there is a huge spread on the Challenge 22 event, which is held downtown Winter Garden. Now, statistics have reported that 22 people people who dedicated their lives to serving their country decide to take their own life every single day. 22 people, grandfathers, fathers, mothers, daughters, sons, spouses, friends, 22 veterans commit suicide every single day in this country. Now, when Kurt Geis, commander of Winter Garden's American Legion Post 63, heard about this statistic, well, he didn't believe it. Quote, Challenge 22 started after I received a message in 2016 that said, we have 22 veterans a day committing suicide, and we need to get a group of people together and go for a walk to raise some awareness. I'm not sure who sent it to me, but... 
as the post chaplain and a retired Navy officer, I felt it was important to investigate to see if this was even true. Once I confirmed that the statistic was true, I went out and walked myself on the West Orange Trail. I didn't have time nor the relationships to get a group to go. But I vowed that the next year I would not walk alone. Annabelle Sykes tells the full story in this week's paper, and I encourage you to check it out. I am very honored myself to be on the Challenge 22 committee, and I will tell you that Kurt, well, he his vow, he held to that. He certainly did not walk alone after that. Thousands have walked alongside Kurt since then. Um, And thousands and thousands of dollars are raised every single year from this event held by the American Legion in Winter Garden. All those funds go to programs and services that help our veterans who are dealing with PTS. So the movement that Kurt began six years ago is powerful. And it's this Saturday, November 12th at 10 a.m., The event this year will be back at the Crooked Can, a great partner for us. Our veterans need our help. I will be there, and I hope to see you there Saturday, this Saturday, November 12th, at 10 a.m., the Crooked Can. Visit challenge22walk.com for all the details. challenge22walk.com All right, and for the final page... Well, everyone is aware that uh, the big midterm elections just took place. I'd like to get to some of the local stuff, you know, some of the stuff you don't really hear on the, well, really not even much on the local news. I mean, you do, but obviously the national and even statewide stuff is what um, it really, you know, just saturates all of the news. So, you know, if you want that, you know, you got a Fox News or MSNBC, whichever is your cup of tea. But for us, we will focus on hyper local. So, for state representative in West Orange County, our state rep, after 10 years of a Democrat, uh, Democrat control in District 45, it will now be held by a Republican, uh, Carolina Amnesty who defeated Democrat Ali Braswell, capturing 54.3% of that vote. Now, also representing parts of West Orange is District 39, within the new districting lines, and that is really a lot of the north side of Winter Garden. Well, Republican Doug Bankson will be the state rep, and that will be my state rep, uh, as I am in North Winter Garden. For Orange County School Board, the two seats up for election on Tuesday. One was District 2, and the winner was Maria Salamanca. Uh, And a powerful upset in District 3 for the school board. That is Alicia Ferrant. She is the winner. Now, I say a powerful upset because she was quite the underdog candidate when she first entered this race. Uh, She didn't make the necessary 50%-plus you know, to pull through in the August election, because if she had won 50% plus, uh, she would have been the the victorious winner. 
but they had a runoff, and now she um, is going to be on the school board. She's a parents' rights advocate, and uh, I think that she will provide a stark contrast to some on the school board. Um, So let me just say it shall be interesting to watch the new dynamic of the uh, upcoming school board. So you might want to stay tuned (laughs) to watch that one. All right, let's go on to Orange County Commission and their two ballot initiatives. Rent control. This measure would cap rent increases to 5%, or the rate of inflation. That's right. This measure would disallow, in many cases, property owners from deciding how much they can charge for their rent. Now, these controls um, obviously have a important purpose. There's, there's a need for helping the housing situation in Orange County. There's issues. But they have been tried before, and it's just so strange to me. The results are always dubious when you see other cities and counties across the country doing this. Um, it seems to me like meddling in the free market rather than you know, allowing the free market to answer supply and demand questions. And that's the real solution. We need to um, stop the red tape in Orange County. Well, anyway, the voters said... Yes, they want the rent control in Orange County. It garnered 58.84% of the vote. However, the results of the election shall not pass. They will not be certified. And that is because the Ninth Judicial Circuit Court last week issued a temporary injunction after an appeals court ruled the ordinance should have not been on the ballot in the first place. Now, that is due to a conflict with state law. Now, this was brought up during discussions before the Orange County Commission voted to place this on the ballot. They were aware this would be challenged. I watched the whole session myself, but they placed it on the ballot anyway. Okay, just remember that. Let's get into the next measure here. Now, despite years of campaigning by Orange County Mayor Jerry Dimmings to garner support for a one-cent transportation sales tax, county residents ultimately voted down the measure. The referendum, which would have raised an estimated $600 million per year, failed substantially. It garnered just 41.5% of the vote. Now, I explained why this was a needed solution uh, last week to a major problem in Orange County. I explained why this is not the Dimmings tax, uh, that 50% of the tax is consumed by tourists. Why mayors, Republican and Democrat, former Republican commissioners, were for the measure There is a looming and current crisis in Orange County regarding our roads, our highways, the traffic, 
and other transit concerns. Now, don't even get me started on the Sunrail. It's going to get worse. There's a huge debt that Orange County and other counties and other partners will have to incur very soon. We don't have the budget for it. But alas, with bipartisan support, the answer from the voters was a powerful no. Oakland Mayor Kathy Stark said, quote, The failure of the transportation sales tax will impact the town of Oakland and limit our opportunities to extend Link's service to Oakland. This will also impact the quality of life and not just the town of Oakland, but all Orange County. I am disappointed that this failed. Windermere Mayor Jim O'Brien said that he hopes the referendum would uh, come back before the voters again in the future. Winter Garden Mayor John Reese said he believes voters still had too many questions regarding how the tax would benefit them. Um, He said that, quote, we let the voters decide. And I think in talking with people here in West Orange County and Winter Garden, they had a lot of questions. What roads would be impacted in Orange County? Or what specific projects could be taking place in our local area, end quote. Okoye Mayor Rusty Johnson said the outcome reflects the will of the people. Quote, the citizens didn't pass it, so that's the way it is. We, Okoye, could have used it. Okay, so let me just leave you with a little bit of my own thought on this. I think the simple fact is that the Orange County Commission, our elected leaders failed to convince voters that they can trust them with another $600 million a year. It's simple. The the funds are needed. Everyone knows the serious issues we have with traffic, our roads, our highways. They need work. We are one of the fastest growing counties in the country, and we have no real budget to properly address the serious concerns which nearly all residents share. You know, they just didn't feel comfortable in trusting the Orange County Commission with these funds. Now, that is even when Republicans and Democrats, ones that were familiar with the issue, agreed that it was the right path. The voters still said no. They said we don't trust them. In its current form, the Orange County Commission is a failing body. If we are going to continue to prosper and retain the communities we love, handle the growth, especially here in West Orange, then the Orange County Commission needs change. This has been Austin Arthur with the West Orange Times and Observer. And until next week, have a happy and blessed weekend. West Orange on the Go is brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go.